Says Who is brought to you by you. 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 You just get the one. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. Stingy with the use today, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm, well. So you, the person listening, you gave us money, maybe, at patreon.com slash says who. If you did, thank you. If you didn't, thank you for listening. But also, consider putting a little money into the old Patreon to help us keep it going and keep being awesome and being like you because you are awesome. Patreon.com slash says who. Hey, I'm Maureen Johnson, author of, okay, I'm just going to say it, New York Times and Publishers Weekly bestseller, The Vanishing Stare. Yeah, that's right. Um, It's the sequel to Truly Devious. It's the second part of a three book series that I am now wrapping up. I am, I mean, book three is on my desk right now. Whoa. It's not done, but it's, it's, all, it's, it's getting there. And um, I will say I'm, People do seem to like, and I'm nervous about saying this, but people seem to like The Vanishing Stare. It has, it's been pretty solidly received. So um, if you like mysteries, puzzles, a story about a boarding school with murders and a, a murder in the cold case from the 1930s intertwining with crimes in the present, you know, or if you just, you know, you want a book for a friend, an enemy, for a decoration, uh, just to say, look at me, I have a book. Um, you want to give it for a Valentine's Day present because it's red. That's nice. Um, it's my birthday this this week coming up. If you want to get it for me, I already have some. But you could say it's Maureen's birthday. I'm giving you this book. Look, it's called The Vanishing Stare. Do what you like. <sighs> hey, Dan. Hey, Dan. Hey, Maureen. Um, I'm just going to... Uh, I was going to take a quick dip in the pool before we record and then mm. um, just get a coconut and uh, pop it open, have a drink mm. and uh, sit back on the, under the cabana yeah. and uh, let's do this thing. Mm. Um, let's do it. Maureen. Just put my bathing suit. Yeah. I'm, just gotta put, I'm, um, I thought you got back from Costa Rica on Friday. Oh, uh, Hey, listen, Dan, um, I don't know if we can do this or not, but I was thinking, could we record part of this on the beach? Because uh, um, I find that the sound of the waves is, uh, it's just really helping my biorhythm. Okay. I'm, I'm a little really bit concerned that, here, Maureen. Bring that to the people. You just, spent um, a glorious week in, um, in Costa Rica, but do you, do you monkeys. know that you're back? A lot of um, species, apparently, of sea snakes um, here, something I didn't okay. know. So can you just describe to me what is around you right now? It's a, a microphone. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. A little beyond the microphone. There's a dog. Okay. She's got her head on my foot. Yeah. Is that a is that a, a, a Costa Rican dog that came in? Zelda. Of, okay my girl right okay good okay we're getting somewhere i think you've got a i think you've got an anchor do you where does zelda live maureen with me right and where is that dan mm-hmm. i brought it with me i i don't dan okay let's i internalized costa rica guess what mm-hmm. even though i'm in new york oh and I say this without irony. Are you ready? I'm ready. Namaste. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I'm still there in my mind. I brought it all with me. I'm still there, Dan. Mm. Have you thanked your skin today, Dan? I Have you thanked up. it? I give up. We are all basically made of ocean. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Welcome, just welcome, hello, just with all my heart, welcome to Says Who, the podcast 
that isn't a podcast. It's a coping strategy. I'm Dan Sinker. And with a lot of love uh, in my heart for you, I'm Maureen Johnson. I really thought if I came out hot on that, you'd kind of follow me, mm. just follow yeah, the energy. Come on. Let's, let's Dan? Bring it. I brought it with me in my soul. It changed hey. me. Oh, that's, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's, un- okay. You're back, it though. Me. Mm-hmm. You're back. I sure am. Yep. Hi, friend. Dan? That's right, mm. friend to the friend to oh, everyone, boy. friend to the universe. Yeah, this is gonna this is gonna be a long episode. People, settle in. Look, <sighs> I don't know what's been going on. Okay, not not I know I, I know I know a little bit. I know a little bit, but you know what? Hmm. I'm really seeing it in terms of a bigger picture. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I don't know. I'm just feeling. I'm just feeling the bigger picture. Okay. All right. I. I I'm getting uncomfortable again, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm Damn. gonna I'm gonna push on here and say first of all, it's Valentine's Day this week, so mm-hmm. happy Valentine's Day, people listening, and even more importantly than that, it's someone's birthday this week. Abraham Lincoln's. Um. Also, someone else. George Washington. Also, someone else. Kim Jong Il. <laughs> Is that true? Yes, we share a birthday. Because it's your <laughs> birthday, Maureen. That's right, my birthday, buddy. My birthday is on the sixteenth, which I think is Saturday. Yeah. Um, my birthday, buddy, is King is the late King Jong Il of North Korea. A man who claimed to be able to control the weather with his mind. So, uh, as I've often said on Twitter, we often had a joint party. um, Frequently at like a Chuck E. Cheese or a trampoline park. And um, I miss him. I miss our times together. We had a lot of, uh, we had a lot of really, really good times. Because you know what? When Kim Jong wanted to go into the ball pit, he he got the ball pit. You know what I'm saying? Got it. That was his fucking ball pit. Yeah. Take it. Take that ball pit. One time he was like, I'm going to get a motherfucking jet and fill it with balls and we're going to ride around in that motherfucker. And he did it. It was a great time we had. The best thing is I don't know if you think that's real or not. Just flew around the world in a ball pit jet. Ah. Nobody pooped in that ball pit. I'm telling you what, they were pristine. Wait, people poop in ball pits? Oh my god, it's all just feces and tears. I mean, it's just it's where it's where patient zero will come from. I don't think I've ever. I worked. I at don't a, know that I've ever been in a ball pit in my whole life. Oh boy, Dan! I worked at a place called Sesame Place when I was in college. Sure, and, that's um, the, it's a Sesame Street theme so theme park, right? Which is a, by the way. A fantastic theme park. It really is. I mean, I certainly remember it as being really good and a lot of fun. Um, and but you know what? If you have a lot of kids, little children playing in a ball pit, like things happen. Something things happen pooping? in the ball pit. Man. I did not know. Diapers are found there, like well, that. All kinds I, of stuff. I believe. Yeah, but I mean, it's not like. So, what do you think's happening? What do you think's happening in the ball pit? Just jumping, fun. Now, the whole point of a ball pit. You poop in the bathroom, people. Mm, these are little ones. Who's you jumping in the bathroom ones. and pooping in the ball pit? They got it all wrong. Look, imagine your three-year-old. Yeah. He's got stuff all over his hands. Yeah. Everything's happening. Oh, they're gross. <laughs> I just didn't imagine that they were pooping in the ball pit. Oh, you know, you have to just, they, they barf sometimes. You know, it's just... It was fine though. My favorite part of that job was they have these nets that that are pretty high up. They they they're stretched over another layer of the park, so they're kind of up a story or two. Um, but they're very safe. And when I we would rotate from station to station, so we would do an hour on each station, and I would just so for the net station just climb up and sit there. Oh, and it was nice. kind of cool, just kind of sitting like a spider way high up. Yeah, it was fun. got the god view of the kids pooping in the ball pit. That job was half the time you monitored rides. So you let your job was to 
let kids in, you know, you time them, you take them out, like you you step it, they were fun. But the other half was uh, maintenance, like cleaning. Yeah. So um like cleaning the bathrooms and clean like picking up the trash and stuff. So yeah, it was fun. It's a good time, Stan. It's, I don't know how I got started just, on the story, just Dan. It's just one final question. Somehow are they Valentine's Day. Submerged in the balls and pooping, or are they kind of crouched above and dropping the poops into the balls? I don't know. Oh. It just happens. Things happen, Dan. Things just happen in All this right. life, you know? Right. Just imagine little kids in any kind of tarp area where, you know, they get overexcited or. They're just pooping. They're just letting so loose. Happens. It's fine. Like, it's fine. It's fine. Th- I never, I I was fine. I, I stood in it. I was fine. Okay. Old Poop Legs Johnson. That's what they called you there. Man, those nets, those nets are good. If I could sit on a net all day high up, I would. <laughs> We're going to have that at the commune. <laughs> I think that can be arranged. Yeah, that's definitely part of the commune is that we have like a big net thing that you can, you know, bet- maybe between some trees that at night you can climb up uh, there and yeah. just... Have you ever Relax. seen uh, images of the of the scientific explorations of the top of the rainforest canopy where they drop giant nets on top of the trees and they live up there for like weeks and they have oh. little holes with ropes where they can slide down into the further into the canopy? It is amazing. Okay, that's all I want to see now because I think all the time about that woman named Butterfly who wanted to save a redwood and she climbed up and she lived in that tree for two years. Yeah. I think about her a lot. Like what was she, what, what do you do up in the tree? Do you think if there was somebody with like a big tree and you in the night, you like helicopter dropped a, like a rainforest canopy net on top, would they even know you were there? You could just live there. Listen, Dan, when I was in Costa Rica, my friend Sarah, her name is Sarah oh, Reese Brennan. When I was in amazing... Costa Rica. Yeah, I was there. I'm amazed I'm you didn't still... come back with an accent. I came back with an attitude, and that attitude is love. Oh, God. Okay? I had already pushed that out of my mind. Listen, it's okay. Don't try to fight oh, it, Dan. It. Whatever you try to I, fight is going to come back a, This was more. a self-inflicted wound on my part. So she told me about a date she went on. And I hope she, if she listens to this, if our friends, I'm telling Sarah's story because it's so great. Sarah is Irish. She lives in Dublin. She went on a date with a guy. It was going well. They were walking home through a beautiful park on a Dublin evening. And he was like, would you like, you know, he said, stop by this tree. And there was a, a tree house up there. And he's like, hey, look, look at this tree house. You want to go in? She was like, sure. I, let's go see what's up. And they went into the treehouse, and it turned out that was his way of telling her that he lived in a treehouse. Tree yes, he lived in a kind of child's treehouse in a nest of like he had like a nest of clothes up there, and he it was near his mother's house, so he would come out of the treehouse to like use the bathroom and do his laundry and charge his devices, but he lived in a treehouse in the park. Man, you really then, had me until it was by his mother's house. And it's a child's treehouse in a park in Dublin. And she said, uh, I'm, you know, I'm about going on another date. She's like, maybe not. And he said, was it the treehouse? And she said, yep. Man, not me. Yep. I would have been like, treehouse. yes. It was the fact that you live in a small child's treehouse in a public area in Dublin. <laughs> That's true love. There's only no, one it of, wasn't actually. There's only one of him. She let him slip between her fingers. De- Sarah's life is is magic, and um, not as just... magic as if she lived in a treehouse with that guy. <laughs> so you know what? I, in terms of our commune possibilities, it's not one of my favorites, but it's not off the list. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, treehouse living. I'm in. Sign me up. But I I feel genuinely healed a little bit. I feel better. Good. Well, we'll take care of that. And uh, I feel healthier. And it makes me want to know about 
the health of our nation, the health of our president, you know, like the health of. See how I, I, I did, I did I that? that? I liked that. I, I, I was getting ready to jump in and then I thought, I think mm-hmm. she's just doing this. Yes. Well, Maureen, you know, if we're talking about health, mm-hmm. maybe let's talk about the fact that it was Trump's annual physical this year, just oh. this past oh, week. Oh, our, our favorite national holiday. Yeah. So he has a new doctor. This is now his third doctor in as many years. Just to explain who the previous two, there was there was the doctor who looked like he had been found in a block of ice and thawed out by a, a group of teenagers who wanted to take him to high school and see if they could make him seem like a normal high school student. Yeah. Who wrote that he had the best uh, body in history. Yeah. Dr. Feelgood, for sure. And then there was then there was the other guy from last year that he then tried to make, oh, God, what office did he have for a while? He, uh, he put him up to be the head of the VA. I uh, was the head of the VA, that's but right. But he, um, in, the, in the process of vetting, it turned out he was deeply abusing alcohol. But, uh, but yeah, that was the doctor who he said that Trump was one inch taller than he'd ever been recorded as being, that he was lighter in weight than I am, and uh, that he was a impeccable, good genes, impeccable specimen of the human condition. So presumably they found his the doctor this week by walking through an Arby's drive through window or just kidnapping someone. Uh, it seems that who way. knows the 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 most interesting part of the physical itself. So they claim that he was uh, that it was four hours long that he was evaluated by eleven doctors, but. At some point during the time that he was in the physical, because remember, like they travel with press, right? So the press pool is all sitting, waiting for him to come back out of the out of the physical. And then suddenly they all notice that Trump is tweeting (laughs) during. I've done that. Well, I've done that. Sure. I guess it seems like. I can't imagine there's a lot of waiting when you're the president of the United States and you go to Walter Reed Medical Center for your physical. Like, I I went to the doctor yesterday and I was tweeting while I was waiting, but I don't can't imagine there's a lot of waiting. Anyway, curiosity abounds on how much physicalness actually happened, but there was an amazing CNN article ahead of the physical, title of which was, Ahead of annual physical, Trump has not followed doctor's orders. Are you trying to tell me that the doctor didn't tell him to eat a great big pile of cheeseburgers and rage tweet all day? It's weird. There's so many good anonymous quotes in this in this story, Maureen. Here's one. He was like, shit, I have to eat healthy. And then he had this delicious Dover sole prepared at the White House, and he really liked it, one White House official said. Relatable. I believe the first half of that anecdote. <laughs> I do not believe the second half. I think they made him, I think that they cooked it and they put it in front of him. And then someone said he only eats, look, he's only going to eat it if you cover it in mac and cheese. Okay, so... <laughs> wrap it wrap the fish in a hamburger yeah just cover it in ketchup and mac and cheese and i'll eat it put it inside a wendy's burger put it inside of a pop tart (laughs) oh it's a pop tart Mm, and the flavor inside is dover soul (laughs) the new dover soul s'mores pop tart look zelda would love it her new favorite taste combination when i make her doggy ice cream is i make it with some plain greek yogurt a banana, peanut butter powder, and now fish treat. It's like a oh. it's like a dehydrated fish. <laughs> she loves it. Mm. I Trump I did it. Uh, maybe. Maybe. No, he didn't eat his fish. No. Uh let's see. Uh the president received a diet and exercise plan last year after his annual physical, but the president admits he was not following it religiously, said Hogan Gidley, the principal deputy okay. White House press secretary. What, how, how have we not found out that there was someone named Hogan Gidley running it's, around? I demand answers. 
I forget where Go- Hogan Gidley emerged a few weeks ago, and I had that exact same reaction the first time I heard his name. Oh, yes. I want nothing but stories by and from Hogan Gidley exclusively. The sad thing to me about Hogan Gidley is when you actually see him, it turns out he is not a 10-year-old boy with a paper route in the 40s. Because I really... I really want him to be like, the president received a diet and exercise plan last year after his annual Hogan. physical. Hogan, get oh, in here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sir. Come on. Oh. Hogan, come on. Wash your hands. Oh, come on. My. Wash your hands. Oh. Come on. Have you been giving press press updates again? I have a paper route, sir. It's just part of the job. No. Get in here. I ride my bike around DuPont Circle. Shut up, Go Sometimes again. I get Hogan. lost. Hogan, shut up. It's a big circle, sir. God damn it, Hogan. I never know when to get off it. Just get, we're done with, we're not doing bikes now. Get off your bike. You're not riding bikes anymore. Come on, come inside. Sir. I don't want to hear it, Hogan. So in, in, because Trump always has to contradict anyone, his response to Hogan Mm -hmm. Gidley saying that the president knows he didn't exercise was to say, Quote, I get exercise. I mean, I walk. I this. I that. <laughs> what? Uh, is this Is this a Dr. Seuss novel? Novel? Yeah. Is this a Dr. Seuss novel? Yeah. He walks. He talks. That's exercise. I was, it was sad to me that this article did not delve into Donald Trump's firmly held belief that exercise makes you die sooner. <laughs> did you forget about that I did I thought I remember that he thought a human being is a battery and that if you exercised you would run your battery out yeah you have a finite amount of energy within you and if you exercise you're just running through it quicker but he does then say I run over to a building next door I get more exercise than people think is there a Burger King next door I think he's talking about going from the East Wing to the West Wing, which is like a 50-foot walk. I, I Let me just paint a picture in your mind, though. It's a simple one. Mm-hmm. Imagine Donald Trump running. Mm-mm. Nope. I got nothing. I know. But- I got a file not found. Even just sort of briskly walking from the East Wing to the West Wing, I cannot see in my brain in any way, shape, or form. The hair's going to come off, for De- sure. Definitely. I just, hair is the first thing to go. I just don't see it. I just don't see it. <sighs> Heading to the physical... Trump showed few signs he was making last-minute effort to shed pounds. This article is the best. He did return to the golf course on Saturday, playing a round with Florida with two legends, Tiger Woods and Jack Nicholas. Afterward, they returned to the clubhouse, where Trump's normal order includes either a cheeseburger or a few hot dogs. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Well, you know what? He's a very healthy 72-year-old man who eats happy meals and bottles up his rage and then spews it out online. So, Uh, The doctor did issue a brief letter that declared that, quote, I am happy to announce the president of the United States is in very good health, and I anticipate he will remain so for the duration of his presidency and beyond. Does this guy know something? That's what I want to know. Like, is it is his presidency going to last for three days? Like, what what does that mean? Feels like a real, real shade being thrown there. It's, it's creepy. He knows when the Mueller report's coming out. Do they say is that are any of these things the way? Doc, are there doctors or nurses out there? Is this how you talk? <laughs> yes, I I actually just had a physical yesterday. And so I can speak from 
absolute experience where at the end of it, my doctor sent me home with a little thing that said, I will be healthy for the duration of my life. That's just how it works. I never have to go back. Except that she wants me to take Pepsid AC. But other than that, I'm going to be healthy forever. How... I'm going to live forever, Maureen. That's what she said. Well, look, first of all, I just want to say that our health is a sliding. Uh, there's, there's a, we're all in a different place in terms of health. And wherever, wherever we're at, that's, that's fine. You know, we need to be comfortable with our body as they are right now because every single body is valid exactly as it is. Um, your level of energy, comfort, whatever. You're just, you're at, Dan, I believe it. That's what's so troubling. sends dick pics, Maureen. Yeah, I knew I could stop you with that one. Nature is diverse, Dan, and it, it manifests in ways that we don't know. For example, I was upset to know about all the sea snakes, but um, you know what? Nature just is is beautiful in its diversity, and that's going to include... A naked selfie in a bathroom while wearing his wedding ring. Mr. Bezos is wearing nothing but a white towel, and the top of his pubic region can be seen. It's not naked, is it? Also, that's how we walked around Costa Rica a lot. A shirtless Mr. Bezos holding his phone in his left hand while wearing his wedding ring. He's wearing either tight black cargo pants or shorts, and his semi-erect manhood is penetrating the zipper of said garment. Yeah, that one shuts you up. Anyway, it's been a good week, Maureen. Dan? Yes. When I was in Costa Rica, and I was in Costa Rica, on the last morning I had to get up very early, about five. No one was there, and some of the others had left the house. It was just Sarah and I, and she was asleep in her room, and everything was quiet and still. And just for fun, because I, I had to shower outside, Dan, um, just to be naked in the elements is really affirming. Like, just to feel the sun on your skin, okay. and anyway. it was really... Um, anyway, your friend Jeff Bezos... Head of Amazon. I mean, you know what? All humans are, my friend. The richest man in the history of the world, of the modern world, I believe is how mm. he is being measured. That's not great. He's being you know. shaken down by the National Enquirer over, over his dick pics. Tired, Maureen. I'm real tired. The world's just moving faster and faster every day. Well, I admit that it's not what I wanted to hear. No. Now, it does seem that the National Enquirer does keep coming up in these. Uh, it's a surprising, another garbage nexus of this story. <laughs> yeah, this is a this is a real. Yeah, it's a just a apparently a never-ending trove of garbage is the National Enquirer uh, and uh, David Pecker, uh, the head of it. Well, there, well, there does seem to be this story about how the National Enquirer had had to, in order for them not to be pursued legally, didn't they have to do something that's basically like we we will not commit crimes. Yeah, so uh, so flashback to the Southern District of New York's investigation of Michael Cohen. Um, they found him in violation of campaign finance law because of his payments to Stormy Daniels, but also his payments to a uh, Playboy model, Karen McDougal. Um, but the, he did not directly pay Karen McDougal uh, the way he did Stormy Daniels. Instead, American Media Inc., the parent company of the National Enquirer, bought Karen McDougal's story of having an affair with Donald Trump. 
um, and then and bought the bought the rights to it in perpetuity and then never published it um, in what's called a catch and kill catching um, catch and kill deal. Um, this is essentially what they offered Jeff Bezos as well. Like, hey, we've already published texts of you and uh, the woman that you were cheating on your wife with. Uh, but we also have these pictures. We will stop and not publish these pictures if you tell the Washington Post to stop reporting about us. Because Jeff Bezos owns the Washington Post. This is some weird, weird bullshit. And out of all of the weird stuff that's happened, is this the weirdest? I mean, it was certainly the have, most out of left field. Have they in any. Because didn't he respond with go ahead? Well, he responded by publishing the emails that they had sent him, including the full descriptions of the pictures that they claim to have, which is, I mean, I guess if you've got a like $150 billion or however much money he has, maybe it's 250 uh, you know, what, like what fucks do you have to give? But it was a pretty, pretty impressive display of no, no fuck givery. Because now we yeah, always will have the image of his semi-erect manhood in our heads. Or at least I will. Dan, what you need is a trip to Costa Rica. And I think you're going to come to a, a really broad understanding that's... You're going to find a lot of peace in your heart. Do you want to get real weird on this? It's now largely believed that AMI got the photos from the brother... Of uh, the woman that that uh, Bezos was was sending pics to, mm-hmm. who's friends with Roger Stone and Carter Page. <sighs> Through the looking glass, Carter. Maureen. Carter, were you? Carter, just call me. You know what? I understand. Like, this seems like a. You know what? This is a Valentine's Day surprise. He's trying to do like something for Valentine's Day and it just went wrong. He knows you're an author. Amazon he looms knows, yeah. large and you're. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, it does. And, you know, I think he was, I don't know, it was a misguided attempt to, and I, but I appreciate it. Yeah. Who is the woman? <sighs> I don't know. I don't remember her name. I don't I don't concern myself with that kind of gossip, Maureen. But her sister knows Roger Stone. Brother. Brother knows Roger Stone. Yeah. And apparently she was like, look at this pic of Jeff Bezos. And Roger said, I'll have that. Yeah. And he put it in his hat. Yes. Do you, uh, another fun Roger Stone thing that you might have missed while you were traveling, because I think it was I think it might have come out right as you were getting on a plane. Uh, video of Roger Stone uh, getting arrested was quote unquote leaked. And I say that because it was surveillance cameras from Roger Stone's house. So I think that probably we know who leaked it. Um, He was arrested, Maureen, wearing a Roger Stone did nothing wrong T-shirt. It's it's his it's his merch, Dan. Yeah, he knows how to merch. He's got merch. This is my question, and mm-hmm. I I don't want to paint a bad picture, but it confirmed to me the theory that I had that Roger Stone sleeps in the nude. Again. I want to point out that say you're on a beach, uh, or you're in the water in a natural set. It's it's natural. Um, because I don't think that they got to the door and he was like, "Hold on, I know I'm already wearing clothes, but let me go change my clothes." I see. If you ask me what Roger Stone slept in, it would be a kind of. Um, it'll be like something that maybe Gomez Adams sleeps in, like a very dapper pinstripe set of weird pajamas. With bats on them or something? No way. No way. It's just Roger and his stones. Cool air of the Florida evening breeze. That's it. Well, I can understand it. 
Then there's a knock on the door, and he's like, oh, sweet. And he I, he has had the Roger Stone did nothing wrong t-shirt laid out next to the bed for months now. That's his go bag. That's his. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. She's like, oh, let me slip into this and some shorts. For sure. That's absolutely true, that it was by his bedside, that it was ready to go. Oh, without a doubt. Well, these people are all serious people. Is there anyone else, any of my other guys out? Out wilding this week? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jerome Corsi is is suing Roger Stone. Jerome, you scamp. Yeah. Uh, he's suing, claiming that Stone began waging a public relations campaign to, quote, smear, defame, intimidate, and threaten him. Uh, and then his... Uh, his attorney, who is Larry Clayman, and I have to say that I did not copy and paste that name, but I'm pretty sure he is sort of a, I can't believe it's a law firm style attorney who is connected to a bunch of wacky shit. Uh, anyway, he filed saying, quote, Stone's intentional infliction of emotional, di- oh, sorry. <clears throat> he said, quote, Plaintiff Corsi is 72 years old. Defendant Stone's intentional infliction of emotional distress and coercion and threats are intended to try to cause to even cause plaintiff Corsi to have heart attacks and strokes in order that plaintiff will be unable to testify at Stone's criminal trial. Goons. So yeah. many goons. Yeah. So many I don't goons think down. that's going to hold up, Maureen. I don't think you defamed me in an attempt to kill me by inflicting a heart attack on me due to your uncouth language about me. Who's left? The president himself can only get Rudy Giuliani to defend him and Rudy like just goes on TV and just says everything out loud that he's supposed to keep inside while his <laughs> eyes get bigger and bigger and his, and his head, head bulbs out like that creature from Mars Attacks and he's like well you know the president just killed a bunch of people and buried them in the backyard I mean maybe he did I don't know but like maybe he killed him with a hammer I don't know maybe maybe he did maybe he's killed dozens and dozens of people along the way and he buries them on his golf courses I don't know I'm not saying he did, but maybe he did. I don't know. Uh, sir, the question is, um, what do you say about the upcoming Mueller report? Hammers can do a lot of damage, you know? He just starts beating them. He thinks they're pumpkins. He just beats them in their skulls, and he buries them at night on the golf course. That's why he has so many golf courses. Anyway, I'm going to go get a pizza. <sighs> there are a lot of dumb people in this world. Well, there are a lot of dumb people involved in this. and Well, that's what I mean. I don't mean in this world generally. I mean that have to exist in my head so I can remember all these fuckers. Biodiversity, Dan. It's a beautiful thing. And they just... We are really getting to the... This is um, this is quite a cast. And we're, we're really narrowing down the cast now. There, it's, it's getting to its finest, purest points. Yeah. You know, in uh, in sitcoms, like family sitcoms, when they get kind of long in the tooth, they yep. usually introduce like a, a, a new baby or a mm-hmm. dog. Yep. That's where we're heading, I think, Maureen. Trump gave a speech last night. And in it, it was full of racist, stupid bullshit, including him explaining to everyone that was chanting build the wall that you don't need to chant build the wall anymore. Now it's time to chant finish the wall because it's already started, even though Maureen, none of it has started. (laughs) So that's awesome. But so he was in El Paso and he gave a speech and in the speech extemporaneously, which is not to say that any of it was planned, right? But he just says, can you imagine if I had a dog? And Maureen, the crowd goes 
fucking bananas. Like everyone's just like, woo, get a dog. Yeah, we love dogs. And there is a moment that you can just see him being like, shit. (laughs) (laughs) He's like backpedaling fast. He's like, well, you know, dogs. Well, everyone says a resident has to have a dog, but can you imagine me like walking a dog? And everyone's like, woo, dogs rule. Everyone loves dogs. And he is just like backpedaling. And then he's like, look, the thing is about a dog. I, well, I mean, you know, I'd love to get a dog. Can you, but, uh, but, uh, but I don't have any time. And everyone's like, woo, dogs. And then finally he just goes, Obama had a dog. And then everyone is like, fuck dogs. (laughs) Dogs are the worst. That's where we're going, Maureen. That guy's going to have a dog by the end of the month. (sighs) Was this the same rally in which a BBC reporter straight up got beaten up? Got tackled, some, yeah. I yeah, just started shouting, fuck the media, and then jumped yeah. on a British dude. Well, because Trump did his normal, like, there they are, all back there, you know, the media. And then, yeah, and then a, a guy actually leapt over and tackled a BBC cameraman. This is also the same rally that uh, it, also in El Paso, uh, Beto O'Rourke held a competing rally a block away. So... Hold was on to your butt, Maureen. Cool shades. Was he on a skateboard? Yep. He got up on stage with Johnny Cool Vape. <laughs> he just chomped down on a Whataburger, popped an Ollie on his skateboard, and then was all, hey, Johnny Cool Vape. Tell the kids mar- about me. Come on, let's smoke some marijuana cigarettes. It's cool. Yeah. Come on, Johnny Cool Vape. Johnny Cool Vape. <sighs> this is it, Maureen. Well, damn. You know what time it is. Do you know what time it is? Do you know what time it is? Is it 6.30? It's time to face facts. What? 2020 has begun. Dan, hold on. I gotta go. Goodbye. I'm just, I'm just gonna leave for a second, all right? Hey, motherfucker! Oh, hey, it's Amy Carter's shoe. Question for you. Yeah. What's that thing between your ears that looks like a big scrot? <laughs> what is it? Uh, my nose. It's like a wrong way ass. Oh, it's your face. <laughs> it's me, motherfucker. And I got something to oh, say. Oh, it's Amy Carter's shoe. You're here to talk about 2020 with me. Let's do this. If anyone here tries to talk about 2020, I will lift them up by the scrot and I will throw them over the moon. It's not time yet. We've been through enough bullshit. I'll kill you all. We're not doing it. I'll run you over with my roller skate because you're all a bunch of scrotes as far as I'm concerned. And you can all eat it. You can all eat a bunch of ass. (laughs) Oh... Hey, Amy Carter Shoe. What? Can you can you come on and give commentary about the presidential races that goes on? What do you want to know? I just I just want to know who you think are front runners right now. Who's running? Tell me who's running. Okay, we got uh, Elizabeth Warren. Scroot. Tulsi Gabbard. Scroot. Julian Castro. Scroot. 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 That's all I hear. That's it. Motherfuckers! Uh, no one wants this! No one wants it! It's too much! We just went through it! <laughs> I'm gonna take you all and squash you with my vulva! <laughs> <laughs> and set you up! <laughs> and send you to space! No. Oh, I just had to get down on my knees for that one. It's all going in the Carter Vetch. 
<laughs> and then I'm launching myself into space. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna. I'm so lightheaded right now. I feel like I'm gonna faint. <sighs> They're gonna need a speculum to find you, motherfucker, <laughs> by the time I'm doing you. You're going right up, baby. Shoot. You're going to stay inside until I say it's okay for you to come out. God, my my lungs burn. Goodbye forever. Goodbye, Amy Carter Shoe. I love you. I'm worried. I can't breathe. I just didn't want to talk about the 2020 election because <sighs> I honestly sort of black out when it's, it's even okay. mentioned. I think that Amy Carter Shoe handled it gracefully. I I just kind of go to a different place, I think. I, she, I go back to the she beach. She covered it with a plomb. Did she? Oh, yeah. Because I, I just walked away, honestly, because I, I honestly cannot handle it. It's It's like telling us that we need more surgery. Or something. It's just, you know, hey, you know that thing that hurts? We're going to punch it a bunch. You know what I mean? Like, that wound looks open. We're going to stick. Let's just stick stuff in it. Salt and knives. Accurate. I don't want it. No. I like, hear you. Every single one of them. Like, they could be the greatest person on earth. And I'm like, I, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Like, I know we have. No. No, I'm done. No, just no. No, you are not allowed to do this to us. Honestly, you you needed us for 2018 and we did it. Like we all came out and we all showed up, but god damn it, that was only a couple months ago. We just woke up. Please leave us alone. These election cycles are too long. We're constantly they never stop. We're never not in an election cycle, and I can't take it anymore. We're being run by maniacs, maniacs, and everything is just pitches and slogans and stump speeches, and I can't just know. So anyway, the thing is that that's how we get the Costa Rican bullshit out of you. But. The thing is that sometimes <sighs> what, what I would do is just go to the beach and let out God a kind of primal scream and the ocean fed my energy, took my energy and transferred right. it into the waves and the sound. Right. And it said, I take your energy and I'm, I'm rolling it back in the form of a, this wave that will nourish you. So really, like I understand why they're doing it. I just, I'm not in a place of acceptance with it. You know, and I don't want to talk about it. All so right. I'm just walking away from it because no, no, we can't have it then. No, it's just not allowed. It's just not allowed. Like, I don't want to hear about any of it. I don't want to hear about any of it. Not one of it. Not one. I don't care. I honestly don't care who runs. I don't care. I don't care. No. No. Just no. Just no. It's just my no. One <laughs> of us. One of us. One of us. But one the thing of is us. No, if you flip it around, no. No. Just, I know that it just, um, you're losing it. I can see it slipping through your fingers, Maureen. It's actually not, Dan. I understand that emotions are, are they're like waves in our yeah, ocean. Like, no, I'm not gonna going to ignore the fact that I have emotions. It is. Going, going, gone. Dan, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take you down there by the hand, and you'll see. I think it'll change you. I think you just need some time looking up in the tree canopy. You see, Dan, if you saw one monkey, that's all it would take. That's probably true. You'd see one monkey, and you'd say, the world is good. And that monkey looked... Dan, when that monkey pulled up the little paper lamp because he thought it was an orange... I mean, it was magic. It was magic. And I under, and the way his, his tail wrapped around the branch of a tree, it was so beautiful. Okay. So, Well, I'm happy for you. I'm I happy can, for everybody. I am so short of breath from that visit by Amy Carter Shue. I am you still lightheaded. 
I am. My throat hurts. I'm short of breath. You really love her. She's the greatest thing that ever happened to me. All right. Well, I hope to meet her someday. Yeah. Well, you should. You should stick around sometime when it. She always. She always comes in when I'm gone. You should notice. Yeah, I know. It's weird. I just went to get a glass of water and. I think she just sees the mic empty and comes. There you go. (sighs) Anyway, Maureen, our theme music is performed by Ted Leo, who has launched a fantastic podcast with his good pal Amy Mann called The Art of Process, and you should subscribe to that podcast on wherever you subscribe to podcasts. Sometimes I think about the fact that Ted Leo did our music, and I just... I'm sort of Ted. Ted Leo did this, you know. know. It just kind of hits me. It's true, and he's a good. He's a good one, and he has a good podcast. And y'all he should does. listen to it. You and know, Amy, man, how much yeah. do I mean? When I I got to meet them on the Joko cruise, and I got so nervous standing next to them. Oh, on the Joko when I was on the Joko, I was. Cruise, well, they didn't invite I got me back. To meet. Ted Leo and Amy Mann while we were I did boating down to Mexico. It wasn't Mexico, it was the Caribbean. And oh it was Mexico. But you know what? They didn't invite me oh, back. I'm did sorry, they? I get I get Mexico and the Caribbean confused. Dan. It's just if it's beautiful ocean, that's they all in, I really They care invite about. a lot of people back. They did not invite me back. So I'm just saying. Just saying. You know what? I didn't what you're saying is we're fucking running a pirate boat straight at him. That's what I'm saying, Dan. That is what you're saying. I think that the main lesson that's come out of this and my observations of the peace of the Caribbean is that our first step is getting a boat. Yeah. Like, you know, I, th- I think that we could buy a boat at this point. Says who cruise, though? Well, I mean, it would be like we'd have to run one person like we could get a jet ski. I say we all go on a boat together. It sounds good to me. How beautiful would that be? All of us on a boat. Oh, God damn it. What? Anyway. What? You know who else we think in this uh, show is Darth. Why are you upset with Darth? Why are you upset with the Darth likes boats? Why were you upset about the thought of of me just saying we should all be on a boat together? You were just moving into that fucking hippie bullshit again. You, Dan, imagine leaning over and feeling the breeze of the ocean on your face and your beard. (sighs) You can contact us at Says Who Podcast on Twitter. You can email at hey, that is H-E-Y, at Says Who Podcast.com. 24-hour pie bar. Oh, that, I'm in on that. Yeah. Sometimes they just put out a whole bunch of pies in the middle of the night. You could just go up and be like, I'll have a little bit of that pie and a little bit of that pie and a little bit of that pie. Mm. See? I would go on a pie cruise in a fucking heartbeat, Maureen. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. We're going to have pie on our boat. Like it. Yeah. No. Join the discussion on Facebook at slash group slash says Whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. Now listen, there's some interesting developments. Okay. Our, our sponsor, Blue Apron, has a new oh, service. Not, God damn it. They are not our sponsor. Meal starters. Off, everyone. Where you you just That isn't a thing. It is. It is. They have meal starter kits now. Where you have isn't to add what they did before? No, this is instead of just the box of food. I think it's just something you can buy, and it's, I it, it sounds like hamburger helper to me. Honestly, <laughs> it's like you add. So a- now they're just shipping shit to you that you still have to go to the grocery store anyway to finish. Yes, it's like a new thing. They're called Blue Apron Knickknacks. Wait, what? Blue Apron Knickknacks. What the what the fuck is a knickknack? That's right. I'll read you the the um the copy here it says these new chef curated recipe kits provide all of the spices, sauces, dairy, and grains you need to li- to create delicious flavor packed meals at home. Just add your choice of protein and vegetables. So it really See, is hamburger helper. Yeah, it is. Like, uh, oh my! So you- now all of the convenience is gone because you still have to go to the grocery store. Yeah. But so, yeah. So I hope they at you... least send it with a bunch of empty packets just to keep the packet count up. Oh, I'm looking at one now. So seared steaks. Uh, so there's like a whole bunch of little 
Yeah. It's... Damn it. I just realized that you've just like backdoored all the way into fully giving these people a goddamn f- promo for their bullshit. You know, it has a lot. It What it looks like, it looks like an airplane dinner. It has all these little packages of stuff. You know who I do want to give a shout out to so instead much of these packaging. fucking people? Which you is like. you. You, listener. You. Do you like you. packaging? Do you like landfill? No. no. I want to give a shout out and a thanks to you. Because oh. you, listener of Says Who, supporter of Says Who at patreon.com slash says who, is the reason why we can do this. Every ingredient in this little package, which looks like airplane food, is in, so like the broccoli, the little broccoli florets are in a baggie. Then the, the tomato paste is in a baggie. The mascarpone is in a baggie. The little butter pat is in a little butter pat container. It's so the much The only packaging. thing that comes to you in a baggie by supporting Says Who is a wedgie the wedge salad pin that comes in a little plastic bag if you support at the $10 a month level. Knickknacks! Knickknacks! Go to patreon.com slash says who and help us out. And anyone supporting at $5 or up gets bonus content, of which there is almost one a week, though... Book Tour and Costa Rica has slowed that down slightly, but we will get back on the stick. Wow. have new bonus contents shortly. For example, this Japanese steak and rice bowl, um, you just have to add steak. So you get some rice, a pot of butter, and a little bit of sauce. So that's cool. I mean, that seems like... You want to see us live? It's worth the money. We'll be at Pod X in Nashville, May 31st to June 2nd. You can get your tickets at podx.com slash says who. Think of all the time you'll save opening up all those packages. Spread the word, subscribe, and please leave stars and reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. That stuff really does help other people find says who, though the best way for people to find says who is for you to just say to them, hey, you would like this podcast. Just grab people's phones and sign them up. Just do it. Yeah. Like, it doesn't cost you anything. Like, just do it. Just and tell your friends. Look, if all of you just yeah. grab one friend and say, listen, for, for me, subscribe to Says Who. It's not going to cost you nothing. You'll like it. It's just two Except people. Maybe, maybe your friendship. Yeah, like maybe. But maybe but you'll grow a, closer. That. You know what? And we naturally, we come towards each other. Sometimes we repel each other. But it's a natural kind of back and forth dance of intimacy between all people at all times, but ultimately we're all connected. Gross. We're ultimately gross. All connected. Join us February twentieth for our next episode. Right after- that's next week. It's, it's next week, Dan. That is, and you know what? I stand by my prediction. I still think the Mueller report may be coming this month. What you said, February nineteenth, right? I believe that was what I said. Yeah, I think you were on the February nineteenth train, so we will know. Next week, maybe that's it. Maybe we're off to Disney. I don't know. I mean, I don't. Is that the Disney? Is that the Disney line? Do we just jump to Disney when the Mueller report comes yeah, I out? Don't think, I didn't think that was it. I thought the, I know. the Disney line is when I just he's meant gone. Everything, yeah, yeah, it is. We have to. I just really want to go to Disney. The Disney morning. line has to be drawn. Like we can't just you know willy nilly go to Disney. I was walking the dog today in a in a very rare wintry weather outburst in Chicago. Normally, it is just as beautiful as can be in February, but it was nasty. And I just thought to myself, maybe we should do some sort of says who Disney trip before he's gone. But and then I realized that was for the week. Well, Dan, you know, all weather is beautiful and. Honestly, just really thankful, thankful for the world that supports us. Not gonna. I am thankful for the word world that supports us. There you go. I am there. See, good. From my basement in Chicago, I'm Dan Sinker. From a spot in New York City that is many, many stories off the ground, which means that the work of other human beings built the structures that support me. Physically, all the materials, all the building, and I, I, I stand on the achievements of others. I, we all support each other. We all go on. Sorry. We, we are 
our relationships with each other. Okay. We care for each other. You you didn't say your name. I am grateful. I'm full of love. I am Maureen Johnson, and this has been Says Who. Honestly, Dad. It's the best.